Chapter 6, The Strategy, Part 1, Finding the Right Stocks. Now that you have a solid foundation on how options work, we're now ready to start putting the wheel strategy together. The first, and probably the most important part, is knowing what stocks and ETFs to use for this strategy, or, more importantly, which stocks not to trade with the wheel. Five Steps to Finding the Right Stocks Knowing how to pick the right stocks is absolutely key for this strategy. With the wheel, we're looking for quality companies. And when it comes to finding the right stocks, most new traders don't know how to start or where to begin looking. I'm going to help make this process of finding the right stocks much easier for you. I'll show you a step-by-step -step process how to find the best stocks and options to trade. 1. Find stocks with no earnings before expiration. 2. Find stocks with high volatility. 3. Find stocks in an uptrend or moving sideways with strong support. 4. Check the wheel calculator. And 5. Place the trade. Step 1. No earnings before expiration. Earnings can turn a stock into quite the wild card. Take a look at the chart in the accompanying PDF. This is Intel, ticker INTC, one of the most predictable companies. Usually, INTC trades in a small 1-2% range. But during the past two earnings reports, the moves have been crazy. First, INTC lost 16% in a single day. And just a few months later, as the stock almost recovered these losses, INTC released the next earnings report and dropped 11%. These are the moves that can cause you big losses when trading the wheel. Avoid these at all cost. Don't enter a trade if the earnings will be released before the option that you sold expires. Step 2. Find stocks with high implied volatility, or IV. The next step is finding stocks with high implied volatility, or IV. This is important because part one of the wheel strategy is selling puts to collect premium. And high IV means there will be higher premiums. And I like to look for trades that will give me a nice amount of premium that I can collect each day. So let's dive into implied volatility and how to find stocks with high IV. Implied volatility, or IV. Implied volatility, referred to as volatility, or vol for short is a representation of how volatile the underlying asset is expected to be before the expiration of the option. Implied volatility can be a good measure to determine if options are expensive or cheap. An option with high IV would imply that there's a large move expected, but we don't know in which direction. Higher IV translates to more premium or extrinsic value in the contract. A good example of options that will likely have higher IV are options on a company that is going to announce earnings. Often, traders are expecting a big move, but the direction of the move is uncertain. So, options will be priced higher to reflect this uncertainty, which can be quantified as IV. Another example is the outcome of a clinical trial for a pharmaceutical stock. Once the results are released, it can be good news or bad news. It's almost certain that this stock will make a big move, but we don't know the direction of the move yet. So how can you find these stocks? There are three ways to do it. 
Tool number one, barchart.com screener. A great tool that you can use is the website www.barchart.com. Barcharts is free to use and provides a scanner to search for stocks based on customizable filters. In the following, I will show you a simple filter that you can use to find stocks with high implied volatility, which can be great candidates for the wheel. See the graphic in the accompanying PDF. Step 1. Go to barchart.com. Step 2. Click on Options, which brings up the Options screener. Step 3. Click on Set Filters. Select the following filters. Earnings Date. As explained in a previous chapter, it's important to make sure that we are not trading into earnings. Therefore, set the dates for the time frame you are looking for stocks to avoid stocks with earnings. Exchange. I'm fine searching through all of the listed exchanges, so I check all these boxes. Amex, NYSE, and NASDAQ. Strike implied volatility. For here, I like to adjust the range between 30 and 50%. When it is above 50%, the volatility is too high and you have the danger of having a stock that is whipsawing up and down. When it is below 30%, premiums are usually too low. Days to expiration. I set this at 7 to 21 days. Last trade time. Two drop-down boxes here. I set the first one to Made Within Last, and set the second one to Two Sessions. Security type. I only check the box for stocks and leave ETF and index unchecked. Option type. I only check the box for put here and leave call unchecked. Volume. I leave this at zero. Open interest. I also leave this at zero. Stock price. I set this to find stocks trading between $30 and $250. After you set the filters, Click the button on the bottom that says See Results, as indicated on the screenshot in the accompanying PDF. The next page it brings you to will be all the put options that match the criteria of the filters you just set. See the chart Potential Candidates in the accompanying PDF. If you look at your list of stocks from your refined search on bar charts, there is a link titled Flip Charts, and it will give you a chart view of the first 10 charts on the list which are also the highest ranking, according to the criteria you set. You will easily be able to click from one chart to the next to see if the stock is trending in the direction you need it to. Tool number two, Trading View Screener. Another tool you can use to find stocks with high IVs is TradingView. TradingView is currently my favorite charting platform. It's entirely web-based and, in my opinion, has the best charting tools out there. Once you've opened TradingView, at the top of the window, you'll see an area where you can enter a ticker symbol. For this example, we'll take a look at Apple. I'll walk you through step-by-step -step how you can set up their stock screener to find stocks for the wheel. See the associated charts and graphics in the accompanying PDF. 1. Click on Full Featured Charts. Once you pick Apple, after typing it in the search bar, you want to click on the Full Featured Chart button located at the top right of the chart. Once you click it, you will see a full featured chart. You will have a chart on the top half, 
you will see Stock Screener and Text Notes at the bottom. 2. Stock Screener Start by clicking on that Stock Screener tab that is on the lower left. It brings up the Stock Screener and you will see predefined screeners in a drop-down menu, such as the Volume Gainers, Percent Change Gainers, and Percent Change Losers. 3. Choose Predefined List To configure your own personalized scanner, just pick any of them from the drop-down menu. It doesn't matter which, and I will show you how to configure it to find stocks to sell put options. 4. Adjusting Filters Once you pick any one of the predefined lists from the drop-down menu, right next to it, click on Filters. Now you can adjust the criteria, like we did on bar charts, to find good stocks for the wheel. Here are the four filters I like to adjust. 1. Change Percentage The first criteria you can alter is Change Percent. I like to see percent daily change, where a stock has dropped more than 2%, so you enter a negative 2 in this field. 2. Last The second criteria you can alter is the last, or last price. I like to find stocks that are trading between $30 and $250. This is the price range I personally like to use. But you can set this dollar range to your personal preference. 3. Symbol Type In terms of Symbol Type, which is the third field I change, I'm only looking at Common Stock. So I check the box for Common Stock and leave the rest unchecked. 4. Volume the fourth and final criterion I change is the volume filter. I adjust this filter for stocks that are trading at, or at least, 1 million shares per day. Up to any. I just leave it at the max. These are the only four things that I am changing. You do not need to alter any other fields in this stock screener. 5. Saving your settings. After making these four changes, Click on the X at the top right of the Filters window, and you will see a list of stocks that meet the criteria in the drop-down menu. The predefined screener you altered now has an asterisk next to its name, signifying that you have made changes to it. Click on this drop-down menu again, and you will see Save Screen As at the very top. You can name this new custom stock screener anything you want. 6. Customizing Columns you will now see the stocks that meet these new criteria in the results. And you can simplify this even more. There are multiple columns of information, such as the ticker, last, change percent, and many others. I personally don't need most of these columns, and you can remove a column by right-clicking the name and selecting the Remove Column. I only like to keep the ticker, last, change percent, and sector. These are the only four columns I'm interested in. You can also save these column preferences, just like we saved our filter preferences. That way, if you do go to any other screener, you can just pick this column preference and use it for that one as well. You save it by clicking the drop-down menu right above the stock list and selecting Save Columns As and naming it whatever you want. Tool 3. Power X Optimizer the tools above are free, and they have their limitations. As you can see, they are not very easy to set up, and you will notice that the results are okay. These tools do the best they can with their limited functionality. I personally use the PowerX Optimizer, 
It's a tool that I developed specifically for the Power X strategy and the Wheel strategy. The Power Optimizer shows me the best stocks to trade and the probabilities of success. If you are interested in learning more about this tool, then check out mytradingroutine.com. On that website, you will find a video in which I show you step-by-step -step how I use this tool every day to trade. Now that we've gone through a few examples of different stock screeners and how I have them set up, let's now discuss how to find and draw key support and resistance levels on the charts. Step 3. Find stocks in an uptrend or strong support. When finding the right stock, make sure that it is either trending upwards or trending sideways at a strong support level. Stocks that are trending this way are ideal for the wheel strategy. The key question, how exactly do you figure out if a stock has strong support? As a trader, you must be able to identify strong support and resistance. From my experience, a lot of traders tend to overcomplicate the process of identifying these levels. So, in this next section, I'll show you how I quickly and easily determine key support and resistance levels. Support and Resistance So, what exactly are support and resistance levels? These are levels that the price of a stock, ETF, etc., has trouble moving through. A stock may pause at support and resistance, or even bounce off it. Support is the level below the price acting as a floor that the price has trouble moving below. Resistance is the level above the price acting as a ceiling that the price has trouble moving above. When the price does break through the resistance level, that level often becomes support. And the opposite is true. When price breaks through a support level, that level often becomes its new resistance line. There are two types of support and resistance. One, static. On a chart, it can be a straight line or be at an angle. Examples are Fibonacci levels or simple trend lines. Two, dynamic. These are types of support and resistance lines that adjust automatically. Examples are moving averages or Bollinger Bands. Using TradingView to find support and resistance. For all of my charting, I prefer to use TradingView. Of course, you can use your broker's platform, like Thinkorswim by TD Ameritrade or Street Smart Edge by Charles Schwab. If you'd like to check out TradingView, I'm using the pro version, www.rockwelltrading.com tradingview. You can add support and resistance levels on the chart yourself as a visual reference. To get started, you can type in any stock ticker in the search bar. In the following, I will use Tesla, or TSLA, as an example to show you how to do it. Finding Static Support and Resistance Levels Now let's take a look at how we can find stocks with an overall uptrend, or strong support, using TradingView. If you are using another charting platform, these steps will be very similar. To add a line to the chart, in this case, to illustrate static support and resistance lines, click on the line tool icon from the column to the left of the chart. See the graphic in the accompanying PDF. To use it to draw your trend line, just click and hold on the left mouse button on the chart where you want the line to start, and drag the mouse to where you want the line to end, and unclick. Support lines can be either at an angle or horizontal. To find a support line, 
you want to find points on the chart where prices dipped and draw a line connecting them. These dips will act as touch points and you want to connect as many touch points as possible. This line represents a support level where prices are bouncing. The support level acts as a barrier and the price has trouble breaking below. As you can see on the Tesla chart in the accompanying PDF, whenever the price would drop, it would not drop past this support line. This is a sign of strong support. You find resistance the same way. Only, instead of drawing a line connecting dips in the chart, you draw a line connecting the spikes. These spikes also act as touch points and you want to connect as many as possible. This line is the level the price had trouble breaking through, acting as its resistance level. So, how do you find strong static support and resistance? Zoom out of the chart. You can't look at too narrow of a time frame to find strong support and resistance. Sometimes, you need to go out as far as several months. The further you zoom out, the stronger the support and resistance. Focus on the big support and resistance levels. Don't worry about support and resistance on 5-minute charts, unless you are day trading. Focus on support and resistance on daily and weekly charts. The more touches, the stronger the support and resistance. See the example of WYNN in the accompanying PDF that I recently traded. When I was looking at this stock, I saw support around $68.50 to $69. The prices touched and bounced off this level several times. It happened in April, June, July, August, and September. This seems like a strong support level because the support level held over a five-month period. If I would have been zoomed in too much, I would have only seen where the price touched the support line in September, maybe August, and it would have been difficult to recognize strong support. Let's take a look at the resistance line from this same chart by pulling it up in the accompanying PDF. There was strong resistance at the $90 level. The price bounced off of this level in April, July, August, and September. So, as you can see, during this five-month time frame, WYNN bounced back and forth between the $68.50 support and the $90 resistance levels. I use the support level to determine what strike price to sell the put at when I am trading with the wheel strategy. If the chart is showing strong support, I will consider selling put options with strike prices at or below these support levels. Finding Dynamic Support and Resistance Levels Dynamic support and resistance lines is a fancy name for moving averages. The most famous moving averages that most hedge fund managers use are 50, 100, and 200-day SMAs, or simple moving averages. These are the most important dynamic support and resistance lines. What makes them dynamic? Take a look at the chart of the NASDAQ in the accompanying PDF. On this chart, the red line represents the 50-day moving average, while the blue line represents the 200-day moving average. You can see that the 50-day moving average has acted as a support starting in October of 2019. You can see a steep dip where the COVID-19 pandemic first hit, but by mid-April, the 50-day moving average went back to acting as support once again. Whenever a price breaks through a moving average, the previous 50-day moving average will become a new resistance. And when the price breaks through this new resistance, 
it then becomes the new support level. Note, the 200-day moving average is more important when looking at longer-term trends. Dynamic support lines do have their limitations, however. If you notice on the chart of IBM in the accompanying PDF, the 50-day moving average doesn't really show any support and resistance. But when you use static levels, as described in the previous chapter, it's rather easy to find support and resistance. And often, static support and resistance levels are stronger than dynamic ones. That's why I prefer plotting my own support and resistance lines as outlined in the previous chapter. But if you're newer to technical analysis and would prefer a more automated solution, then there are a multitude of different indicators that will plot them for you. Step 4. Check the wheel calculator. The secret to successful trading is being very picky and making sure you are getting the very best trades. I would never place a wheel trade without running it through my tool, the wheel calculator. Trading without the right tools is like trying to compete in NASCAR riding on a llama. Nothing against the llama, but you wouldn't stand a chance. When trading, you are trading against some of the smartest minds in the world. And if you want to compete and win, you need to be armed with the best tools to give yourself an edge. Trading without the right tools is like bringing a knife to a gunfight. See the screenshot in the accompanying PDF. The wheel calculator is a tool that my head coach Mark Hodge and I developed, and it is now built into our proprietary trading software, the PowerX Optimizer. It is designed to quickly show you whether an option meets the requirements that I'm looking for to trade the wheel strategy. It is very easy to use, and it does all the calculations for you. This will save you not only time, but money, as it will keep you from making costly mistakes. All you need to do is enter the required information for the option, and the wheel calculator does the rest. You simply start by inputting your buying power and the max number of positions that you want to take. I like to manage five positions at a time. From there, the wheel calculator is broken down into two steps. The first is used when you are selling puts, and the second helps when you are selling calls. Let's start with selling puts. When you find a stock that you are interested in, and you've figured out what price you would be willing to pay to own it at, you enter the following data into the calculator. Stock ticker. Current stock price. Option strike price. Option premium. Expiration date. The wheel calculator will crunch the numbers, and you will get to decide if selling puts at this strike price meets our requirements. You can then decide if the trade makes sense, if you should sell a different strike price based on the results, or just pass on this trade altogether. When looking at the strike price, the wheel calculator shows you exactly what percent a stock can drop in price before the put goes in the money and possibly gets assigned. See the corresponding PowerX Optimizer slide in the accompanying PDF. The wheel calculator will clearly show 2. How many puts you can sell based on your buying power. 3. How much premium you will collect per contract. 4. The premium you will collect per day for each contract, making it easier to make sure you will be earning enough premium per day, or PPD, on each position. 5. The number of days until expiration. And 6. The total amount the shares will cost you if you are assigned. This way, you don't overextend your account. The sell for premium annualized, 7. In the spreadsheet, 
will even be highlighted in either green, yellow, or red. So it's easy to see how the collected premium stacks up. Green indicates that selling the put option would meet our requirements. Red means that it would not. This means the premium is not high enough to trade. And yellow indicates a warning that the premium is unusually high. When you see a yellow warning, it is often a sign that you overlooked something, such as trading into earnings or the strike price is too close. A warning doesn't mean you shouldn't take the trade. It just means that you should double and triple check the trade to make sure you haven't overlooked anything. The wheel calculator also helps when you have been assigned shares and are ready to start selling calls against these shares. I will cover selling calls in Chapter 8. But when you get to the point when you are selling calls, all you need to do is 1. Input the stock ticker. 2. The price the stock was bought at. 3. The number of shares you own. 4. The call option strike price. 5. Premium you would collect per share. And 6. The expiration date of the call option. The calculator will show you 7. What percentage the price of the stock would have to move to get to the strike price. 8. The number of options being traded. 9. The total amount of premium being collected. 10. The days until expiration, or DTE. 11. How much premium is being collected per day? 12. Position value. And 13. The option premium annualized. See the charts in the accompanying PDF. If the stock is exercised, it will also show you 14. What the profit would be from selling those shares. 15. The percentage of stock gains for the holding period. And 16. The total gain from both the stock and option. See what it looks like in the wheel calculator with screenshots in the accompanying PDF. You can already see how the wheel calculator is such an invaluable tool. By doing the math for us and presenting the information to us in an organized manner, we save time, prevent costly errors, and maybe a few headaches. Okay, so now that you know how to find a stock that meets our criteria after being run through our wheel calculator, now it's time to actually place the trade. In the next three chapters, I will review these three steps in the wheel in more detail. 1. Selling puts. 2. Assignment. and 3. Selling Calls